when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Do I make a boop noise? Often. How? When? What's the context? Like, because you hear the boop that says the recording is starting, and then you make a boop noise in response? I don't even know. I'm I'm not even aware that I do that. Oh, that's interesting, because I have it on tape. (laughs) I'm sure you do. But now now you've gotten the disease. I know. Maybe I should turn off the boop noise on the recorder so we stop doing that. I don't don't know. know. I kind of like it. Okay. Boop. It it, it makes me feel like a friendly robot. Yeah. Or or is a friendly ro- robot more of a beep boop? Yeah, that's true. I think just one boop isn't quite friendly enough. What about Betty Boop? Betty Boop seems friendly. Oh, that's right. And also she Betty said boop boop be doop, so that's at least two boops. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Today's, what are we reading? Today's book is Kiss today's Me. Boop. <laughs> Kiss Me with Lies. That's <laughs> funny again. <laughs> twin Lies. So it's What kiss, what? Kiss Me with Lies, Twin Lies. Is num- that like the series? Number 1. Okay. By S.M. Soto. Uh, my younger brothers are twins, and I can f- confirm that twin lies is definitely a thing. Uh, and are they identical? I always forget. They are. And tell me about that. But they that. don't look much like, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, uh, we're going to get into this in a second, but like, part of this- What did you do to your computer? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I, I felt like you were stalling because you couldn't find the beginning of the book. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Okay, great. <laughs> I can't find the Amazon, the Kindle. Uh, the book is- um, the twins are not friendly with each other. They're, oh. they're adversaries. And I and I have known many twins in my life, and they've all been, like, super BFFs. tight. So yeah. are your brothers pretty tight? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty common, right? For twins to get... Yeah, break, breaking news here. Twins <laughs> are often very close. Yeah, so my point being that this is a very strange premise for this book to be arch enemies. I, is it, though? Because, like, what about... Um, Oh, come on. I know. I mean, don't people have an evil twin? Um, It seems like having an evil twin is a thing in literature. I can't think of any examples right now (laughs) whatsoever. All right. Okay. Kiss Me With Lies. Twin Lies. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, Two sisters, one unsolved merger, murder, a sickening plot for revenge. (laughs) an unsolved merger. Merger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this book comes with a playlist that you can... Go to Spotify to download. What Fuck do we, you, how do book. we feel about books that come with playlists? Okay, I understand the impulse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, <laughs> I think probably my novel has a playlist in it. Um, oh, it sure does. But it's a novel about, about music. music. So I think it's a way, like, like everybody wants to feel validated by getting someone else to listen to their the music that they like, and and thereby affirm that you're cool. Right. And so I think, but I think you should. Like, try and restrain yourself. Okay, so I want to read some of these songs, and you tell me if you think this person is cool. According to you, and we already decided you're old. Yeah. Way Down We Go. Don't know it. Kaleo? No idea. Bury a Friend, Billie Eilish. That's a good song. Where Your Secrets Hide, Clergy. Don't know it. Gimme by Banks. Don't know it. (laughs) A Girl Like You, Edwin Collins. Uh, Okay, yeah, you know, I know that. I don't know it. Pink Matter, Fr- Frank Ocean, featuring Andre 3000. Yes, that's a good song. Imported, Jesse Ray's, featuring Six Lack, which looks like black. I don't know it. This just, person is definitely younger and cooler than me, okay? Just, is that what you want me to say? Well, I, I'm super old because I'm probably saying even the name of the group wrong. Oh, sure. And is it even called a group anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Black Magic it's, Woman. It's called a pop band. Victory, spelled Vic- 
V-C-T-R-Y, victory. I mean, I know Black Magic Woman by Santana. <laughs> this is probably the same, right? Yeah. Nightmare by Halsey. I've heard of Halsey. Yeah. Um, every time I've heard a Halsey song, I'm like, this is cool. I like this. Wake Up, The Weeknd. I like The Weeknd. Yeah, sure. Paint It Black, Sierra. Uh, again, yeah. I know, I I know, know Sierra. An old, I know Sierra, and I know an old song Sierra, called right, Painted Black. Right. Uh, Honesty by Pink Sweats with the uh, S in Sweats as a money sign. Don't know it. And we have three more. Wicked Ones by Dorothy. Nope. How Do You Sleep by Sam Smith. Heard of Sam yep. Smith. Had, know a couple of his songs. And The End by Clergy. Sam Smith, they, them pronouns. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay. So this is the playlist of a young, cool person. And well, that, what, and makes, so now, what makes us so, think they're cool, though? Just because they're putting up music. We could have put up music when we were 18 or 25 and right. people and wouldn't have we thought we were. we were probably cool then. No, At least kind of. No, because when we were in college and high school, there were always those uncool people who put up their own music, and that didn't make them cool. So I don't think just because we don't know it, it's cool. Okay, but if we were... It, you're right. We're making, we're making assumptions. We don't know the author. What's the author's name again? S.M. Soto, and that's not their real we name. We don't know S.M. Soto personally, so we don't know if they're cool or not. But, I mean, if we... If we this is what we were talking about last week. Like, if we put up a playlist of, like, the music we like now, people would be like, okay, yep, that that's like a 47-year-old person's playlist. <laughs> Great. Um, you know, and whether whether that person likes the arcade fire or not, they're not going to think, whoa, we're cool, because <laughs> because we put, you know, a uh, uh, funeral on our playlist. So what I'm saying but, is it's ageism it, uh, both ways. Like positively, I mean, it is yes, but the fact is, young people are cool, and we're not. That's not true, though. I don't I mean, think there that's are true. some old people who are cool. Iggy Pop is cool. Samuel L. Jackson is cool. We're not. Yeah, I just don't think that's correct, though. I think I think meaning uh, when I was in let's say, junior high school, I was distinctly not cool. Oh, sure. No, no, so, I'm not saying all young people are cool and all old people are uncool. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it's, it's just easier to be cool if you're young. You, you, get, a, you get a bonus. You get I a guess. Bo- because of, yes, the general ageism in society. Right, and because like, you're, you're, doing, you're doing the, th- the things that are annoying older people, and that's part of the definition of cool. Like listening to some band that when I listen to, I'm like, I don't get this at all. It sounds like seven songs are being played at the same time. Yeah. You know, that's, that is like the definition of that, uh, me, I'm uncool, and the person listening to the song is cool. Huh. Right. Yes. Or like if someone if if someone is wearing some article of clothing that looks like looks stupid to me, and they're eighteen and I'm forty five, like by definition they are cool and I am not. Okay. Right. Yeah. Eh. I'm not, think... I'm not saying there's like there's like like some sort of like inherent like you know outside of of like the human gaze. <gasps> gaze. I was thirsty. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Like standard for what is and isn't cool. I guess what I'm saying is the definition of cool is young people annoying old people. Mm. We can turn this around though. Uh huh. Like how? Like we we should start do picking things. on young people. And we calling already them uncool. we already do that. Like I mean, first of all, we ruined the earth for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's very annoying. Uh, <laughs> But that doesn't. That's not us telling them they're uncool. We don't have to make any effort to annoy young people. We do it just as a natural. It wasn't. I didn't say annoy. I said we have to make them feel like they're not cool. I think we would fail so badly. (laughs) 
You're right. This is why I'm going to download this play playlist and, and, and just blast it and blast it yeah. so that uh, people think I'm so yeah. So hip. young people walk by and be like, a cool person lives there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like put it on in your car and just leave the car <laughs> in the driveway like you're not even in it, just so the whole neighborhood knows that you're into. Um, I can't remember pink bullets. Uh, what did you pink say? Sweats. Pink sweats. Pink sweats. Pink pink bullets is a song by the Shins, <laughs> a, a cool a cool band that all the young people listen to. Not at all. <laughs> that someone who's forty seven listens That's to exactly. <laughs> Here's a little quote at the beginning of the book: "To love the hard kind, the dangerous kind, the two souls catching fire, an incinerating kind, kind of like your pork butt with the bur- bourbon." Oh yeah, Matthew I sent, incinerated I sent, a pork I sent Becky butt. A, a video I made of me lighting a pork butt on fire. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The kind that promises to destroy you, and you still enter in willingly. Okay. And then here's a William Shakespeare quote. After that, oh, okay. Let's let's decide after you read it which quote is better. Okay. Hell is empty, and all the devils are here. Oh, what's that from? I feel like I should know that. It's a famous Shakespeare quote. The um, blank and the blank. The uh, Prince and the Pauper. No, by Shakespeare. Let me let me look it up. Hell is and what does it mean anyway? Hell is that, like if it's empty, why all the? It means are... like you're all a bunch of dickheads. The Tempest. Yes, um, I just I just fucking saw the Tempest <laughs> like two weeks ago. No, but what does that really literally? Can you unpack that for me? I th- I think it means like like you know everyone here is a, is being a jerk. I don't remember the, the hell in is empty. Oh, empty uh, soul wise or metaphorically. right? Like all the bad, all the bad people are like right here doing bad things. Like like think shit is so bad here, and everyone's being like such an asshole that it's as if hell emptied out, and all the demons are like right here. Oh no, I get it. I was literally in hell with this quote. No, no, no. Like you're, I'm like you're, you're in hell. You're hell's on empty. A, where where is everybody? You're but what, on the an enchanted island. Oh, I see. There's no. Okay, sorry. Now it makes complete sense. Okay, prologue. Love a good prologue. God, your sister is such a bitch. Winnie hisses. God, your his, your sister is such, such a, a bitch. Uh, I like. I think you said batch before. Batch. I like it. Your sister's such a batch. Even though I wholeheartedly agree with this statement, I don't voice it. Instead, I keep following Winnie. Wait, have you ever noticed that that batch, bitch, botch, and butch are all words? You yes, can, just like, like witch and watch and like a bunch sh- of other things. Shut up, Becky. <laughs> Sorry. That was pretty funny. I was inspired by Shakespeare to do it to like explore like a little wordplay. Okay, well, to be fair to you, uh, I only got two words that quickly. Uh huh. Yeah, which, <laughs> which and what? Yeah. And okay. Watch. Fine. Yeah, you're right. Which mm-hmm. isn't a word, so we get one more with the B. Let's see. Uh, we we don't have catch or cooch. Cooch. <laughs> okay, let's not play okay. this game. It's okay. gonna be terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> crotch, crotch, <laughs> cratch. Cratch. You're right. I, I guess the B word does have a lot mm-hmm. more things to play with. Mm-hmm. And you, that's right. Mm-hmm. I, I said that. Even though I wholeheartedly agree with the statement, I don't voice it. Instead, I keep following Winnie as she winds her way through the trees in the forest, heading toward the growing sound of teenagers partying. Oh, listening to cool music. End of the year fest. They're listening to Pink, what? Floyd. Splash. What was it? Pink cash. Pink, pink sweats. Pink sweats. Yeah, they're listening to cool music like Pink Floyd and Bad Company. <laughs> 47-year-old listening to music. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. 
The party kicks off the summer at the end of every school year. I've lived in Ferndale my whole life, which, by the way, is a town north of here, but they're, they put it firmly in California. This, that's really exciting. I'm so glad I shared that. You don't think, can there be like more than one Ferndale? It sounds very generic. It does. The small town is known for its pies and beautiful redwoods. For the most part, it's quiet, but every now and again, we get tourists to visit. Is there really such a thing as a town known for its pies other than Twin Peaks? Hmm. I mean, like every every town has like a diner that claims to have good pies and usually doesn't. But I, I don't think the town is known for its. Okay, Becky's googling town known for its pies. <laughs> he, he only knows I do this because he sees my my arms shoot out. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Zoink, as if drawn by magnets. Yeah, what is oh, what are Julian? I I knew I knew I had been to one of these pie towns. Oh, okay, so this is a thing. Yes, Julian wow. is definitely known for its pies. I definitely need to be less cynical. Where is Julian? Julian is a beautiful town in Northern California, and the Julian Pie Company I actually went okay. went to. You're right, it's right on the front page of the town website. Pies. Yes, You're, I stand corrected. Yes, it's the top ten. There's also Pie Town, New Mexico. <laughs> just to be fair, whoa. Okay. I'd like to get stranded in Pie Town. If you know bakery. what I mean. Its name comes from an early bakery. It specialized in dried apple pies. Pie Town. So to answer your question, wait. No, no. Yeah. Oh, you, now you have to answer my next question. Dried like apple, apple pies? pies? That sounds like <laughs> sounds you need a big glass of milk like, that. Like the Dust Bowl era thing that we're trying to forget. <laughs> the Pie Town Annual Pie Festival includes a pie baking contest. No Shocking. fucking shit. Shocking. Does it include a pie eating contest where everyone throws up like in Stand By Me? Yeah, it's all purple, which doesn't make any sense. Still, still makes me mad. I still, I still think that everyone was eating pies. The best pie place in every state. Okay. All right. We don't need to go to that. Okay. I wasn't questioning whether pies exist. No, but I you, know. But you're right. You found me a pie town, mm-hmm. and I'm fraternally frater- grateful. <laughs> I literally found you pie town, USA. You literally found me pie town, yes. <laughs> That's what all my friends thank me for. Taking them to pie town. There's a town in, in Canada called Dildo. <laughs> You just talked right over my line. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's so, a town called Dildo. Yeah. What did you say? I'm sorry. I just said most of my friends thank me for taking them to Pie Town. I made I made that same joke <laughs> no, a minute ago. Did you? And, yes, I, I said did. I want to get stranded in Pie Town. If you know what I mean. Oh, I didn't hear the if you know what I mean. Let's, so I we're you were literally to, wanting pie. We're gonna have to go to the listeners on this one. Who made who made a joke Dumb about joke. Pie Town? <laughs> who made a throwaway joke better? <laughs> Which one of us is more like Shakespeare and which one of us is more like the person who wrote this book? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Shakespeare did make a lot of dumb double entendres. We right? are really racing to the bottom here, aren't okay. we? <laughs> yes, he did. He made tons of them. Mm-hmm. Famously. No, uh, whoa, whoa. Okay, <laughs> where, are we? <laughs> where are we? Normally, I wouldn't be caught dead sneaking around in the middle of the night with my best friend, Winnie, especially since gossip travels faster than light in this town. How I ended up here with Winnie is beyond me. Wow, they're really saying Winnie a lot. <laughs> I don't like that name. I don't party, I don't drink, and surely I'm not on any guy's radar. So again, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing here. Winnie has always been an in-betweener. Not exactly popular, but definitely not a nobody geek like I am. Hmm. Athletic and beautiful, she's everything I'm not. We've been friends forever, despite the fact that we're opposites. I'm pretty sure if she had stopped hanging out with me, she'd already have a front row seat in a popular club. So wait, they're not the twins, though, right? Okay. Sadly, I know I'm the the one holding her back. It's my status, the way I look, how I dress, how smart I am. It all counts against me in the high school popularity scene. 
She's my only friend at Ferndale High, and quite honestly, I don't see that changing anytime soon. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Winnie makes everything easier. She's my backbone through and through. Oh, they're chordates. <laughs> Where my sister is crass and sassy, or crassy, as I like to say. Winnie, that's not in the book. Okay. <laughs> Winnie is a mellow wallflower. Where, is she? I thought she was cool a minute I know. ago. Where Madison is snobby and rude. That's the twin. Okay. Winnie is sweet and feisty when no one is around. Oh, sweet it's, and feisty. It sounds like, like they're talking pop- about dog breeds. Yes. All of a sudden. It, it does. Absolutely. When when uh, when we got our cat at the at the cat shelter, um, the like on each of the cages they had like a little tag saying the name of the cat and like uh, like a couple of adjectives about their personality, and uh, our cat was designated as feisty and chatty. Ooh. Which is true. Yeah. True. She's a quite literally a walking, talking contradiction, and I love her for it. What does that mean? Well, you you yourself thought that Winnie, oh, oh, Winnie I, right. was you're both right. popular and then could understand why she was sort of a wallflower, mm-hmm. so she's a contradiction. I once thought that having a twin sister would mean I'd be just as popular as she was, but I couldn't have been more wrong. When Madison was in the womb with me, I'm pretty sure all the good genes that guarantee beauty, popularity, and homecoming queen status went to her. What Do, do we catch the name of the protagonist? Um, because it seems like I mean Madison is like a cool girl name, right? And so probably uh, the protagonist is like Edith, (laughs) Uh, or Milton from our last book, Millie. (laughs) A beautiful check, insanely smart check, luscious gold spun blonde hair check. And I stopped right there because the cover of this book is two twins with long dark hair. Oh. So unless they dyed their hair, it seemed a little strange. I mean, did you read the whole book? Maybe there's a big hair dyeing montage. <laughs> Body that rivals the models of Victoria's Secret, double check. Double <laughs> yeah, D double, check. Yeah. I remember when we were little, my mom would dress my sister and me up in these identical outfits. And even then, Mads would always be the star child. Strangers would approach my parents and tell them how gorgeous she was. How rude to like have yeah, twins. Sure. You're like, she's gorgeous. This is the pretty one. Yes. And where would I be? Clinging to the back of my mother's legs, hiding. Well, that's that's fair then. They couldn't see her. Much as I still do. My only reprieve from Madison has been the past six months that she's been gone. It was the first time in a long time that I remember feeling happy. And the main reason being, Madison participated in a foreign exchange program in Italy for half a year. Oh. Part of me was jealous. My parents agreed to let her go instead of me. How many Italian guys did she take to Pie Town? I don't... This is... They don't do pies in Italy. (laughs) Pizza pies. Yeah. Uh, Pizza Pie Town. This is so rude. I feel sad for her. The parents sent didn't let her go. Oh and wow! Sent the twin to Italy. It's so rude. We were twins after all, so it only seemed fair we would both go. That does seem fair. But after she left, I started to notice little things, like how much easier it was to breathe when she wasn't around. I still heard her voice in the back of my mind telling me I wasn't enough, but I no longer had to worry about her berating me every move. She flew back home. She flew back home just a few days ago, and I noticed the change immediately. She was somehow meaner, prettier, and scarier than ever. Yeah, that's what Italy will do to you. Totally. I think Madison Wright was the most frightening creature in all of Humboldt County. I was oh. sure everyone knew it. I still can't believe your sister told you not to show your face here. Everyone got an invite tonight. I don't understand how someone can be so vile. I finished for her, darting my gaze down to my ankles. Oh yes. That's a good one. I don't know if we've gotten yeah, that's like like down to my ankles. So so 
Edith and Madison are going to the same party and sparks like there may be fireworks. Mm-hmm. Twin fighting. Yes. That was Madison in a nutshell. Vile. Who knew evil girls had the prettiest faces? I think everyone knows I that, did. right? Madison never lets me forget how beneath her I am. And it's not as if her harsh words aren't true, because they are. She is the prettier sister. Oh, this is where she eats herself. It wouldn't kill me to drop a few pounds. And sometimes uh. my curly, dirty blonde hair does look like a bird's nest. Mm. I never used to care about any of that stuff. But the more Madison tears me down with her comments, the more I realize she's right. My perception of myself has changed drastically. I never thought I was ugly, but now when I look in the mirror, there's no unseeing it. I understand the way we perceive ourselves as relative. Facial appearance can be translated to judgments of character, making us all vain and in need of Thank looking you for pretty. Explaining this. Instead of focusing on being pretty on the inside, too. I can't, can't pinpoint the exact moment the idea of my ugliness began. One day I was blissfully unaware of my looks. I didn't realize... I didn't realize just, because that's one word here. I what? Realize... Just together, smushed accidentally. (laughs) I didn't realize just how much they'd mean to others and how they dominate society. And the next, I couldn't stomach looking at myself for longer than a few minutes at a time. Why? Because all that stared back at me was disappointment. Is this, but like, is this, is there going to be a thing where like some guy like teaches her to, to understand that she's beautiful too? Um, Of course, Uh because she couldn't possibly find that out herself. Up ahead, the thick brush of trees starts to clear. And I can finally make out the crowd of bodies and the glow of the bonfire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a like Brown a chicken, brown cow. The closer we get, the more my nerves start t- to screw me over. I'm not your regular nervous person. No, when I get nervous, I turn to a sweaty, jittery, crackhead junkie, or at the very least, someone who resembles one. Yikes. The beads of sweat have already made their trek along my spine, and the hair at my neck is matted to my skin in the most disgusting and uncomfortable way. Wow. So, like, by the time she gets there, she's, she's going to look like um, Sweetums from the Muppets. <laughs> when Winnie pushes through the last of the greenery, I cringe. He <laughs> sounds like we're in a, like a botanical gardens all of a sudden. Like, like, like they, they're yeah. like pushing, like opening up a hedge and yeah. walking through. I cringe, trying not to worry too much about the fact that we've been brushing against a multitude of plants as we navigate our way through the forest. What? Well, what are the odds we've encountered poison oak? Oh, if I'm, being, if I'm being honest, probably 50-50. As long as there are no itching, swelling, or symptoms of a fever, one word. A fever? A fever. Okay. There's some weird editing going yeah. on in this book. We should be okay, for now at least. Pushing away my worrisome thoughts, I shift my gaze around. Woo! Woohoo! You, over there. You, mm-hmm. in the hedge. <laughs> and my eyes widen as I take in the party around me. Oh, this is going to be one of those like uh-huh. parties from a from a teen movie. Yes, yes where, that's what I'm thinking with all yeah. the greenery and shrubbery and redwoods and it's uh, Twilight. Like every, everybody meets. is is partying to the maximum degree at all times. Yes, this is my first time at the end of the year bash. It's always been a legend here in Ferndale, which means hmm. it's usually a very hush hush invite only ordeal. I don't think I've ever been to anything described as a bash. <laughs> To my, to my knowledge, this is the first year everyone got an invitation. The seniors at our high school run this party like they're bookies running an illegal operation. They handle the guest list, the booze, the drugs, and the debauchery that takes place. So that is an illegal operation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The fire in the pit is roaring and a bunch of people I don't recognize from my high school are sitting around on logs. Scratch that. I do recognize that. And how do the parents not know if everyone's invited to a party like this yeah. that's illegal? 
I mean, you I think, think that would get busted. I think up. probably the parents know, but like, but all the kids have have agreed to like sort of downplay what happens at the party. Like, you know, it's just going to be like a few people hanging out. Like, a, you know, parent, there'll be some parents there. Like, yeah. you know, you told lies. Mm, okay. I mean, I didn't, but you did. They're all the popular kids. What I meant was they wouldn't recognize me. I'm a nobody swimming in a sea of stars. Some people are making out quite crudely, I might add. Judgy. And I, qu- I quickly avert my gaze. How, Yay! Because nice. the gays don't want to see those straight folks. How do you make out non-crudely? <laughs> you can make out delicately, I suppose. I guess. But the, then, the, uh, yeah, I The don't different know. cliques mingling with the help of liquid courage. You have the jocks socializing with the stoners, and by stoners I mean the drug dealers. The cheerleaders chat freely with girls I recognize from the soccer and softball team. <laughs> you know what those yeah, girls yeah, are I get, doing. I get it. <laughs> Wine up by Cat Deluna. Don't know. Plays on someone's speakers, livening up the party. Everyone is in their element tonight, except me, of course. As I glance around, I'm still trying to make sense of what the hell I'm doing here. I don't belong. That much is obvious. I stick out like a sore thumb. It's still utterly baffling to me that this yearly bonfire happens without a hitch. It never gets See? shut down. There you go. No cops ever arrive, and nothing bad seems to ever happen. Not until this, tonight. Until someone's going to get murdered. Someone's going to catch fire. Sometimes I wonder I about... I forgot this wasn't just a pure a romance. Murder. Oh, nice. Sometimes, is, it, is it Madison's the murderer and Winnie gets killed? Maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder about the intelligence of the police force or that of the sheriff. There's This is a small town, so how does the sh- how the hell does the sheriff not know there's underage drinking going on in the same place every single year? Oh, the sheriff doesn't give a shit. I refuse to believe the rich kids and their families have this much power over law enforcement. You ready for this, Mackenzie? <laughs> uh, Winnie asked from beside me, gripping my sweaty palm in hers. She had to practically threaten bodily oh, harm. Oh, Mackenzie. Madison and Mackenzie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and my phone, my computer just died. Oh, you want my candle? No. <laughs> We're pretty much out of time Are anyway. We? Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. So, uh, I guess... I don't know. I kind of wanted to see what happened at the party. We probably weren't going to get there. There was going to be, like, many more pages of description of, like, boring things happening at this party, like a person sitting on a log. But do you think the friend gets killed, or do you think it's some rando? I don't know. I think I think the main, the, the narrator gets killed. <laughs> the book just stops. So, um, All of a sudden, the book just falls off on a word. Last night, we watched uh, a uh, Netflix holiday movie. It was Holiday in the Wild, starring uh, Kristen Davis and Rob Lowe. It was not good. Um, it, it wasn't good even by like Hallmark movie standards. Um, but the the premise is that Kristen Davis is like a high-powered career woman who uh, whose husband leaves her, and so she goes on their second honeymoon to Africa that they were going to take. Uh, but alone um, and she meets Rob Lowe and he's a handsome pilot and she saves Africa and stuff um, but uh, there is there are several scenes where she is uh, uh, FaceTiming with her son who's in college and uh Every time uh, we while we were watching, we were like, "Please let her get eaten by a lion!" Like on, <laughs> on, FaceTime, on FaceTime while skyping, while while yeah. chatting with her son. This would that would turn this into immediately the greatest movie ever. Yes, but it did not. It happen. didn't happen. No, nobody. This entire movie, nobody got eaten, eaten by a lion. Well, I, I want to go back for a second. To... She didn't even get eaten by Rob Lowe, as far as I could tell. 
I want to go back for a second about the last thing I said before Please. you launch into your safari story that <laughs> didn't right. end so the way the, you wanted. I was on the safari and, and nobody got <laughs> yeah. eaten by lions. But, uh, you said something about the narrator getting killed. And uh, what if you did just have a book where all of a sudden it just ended mid-sentence and then there was a... Um, uh, not a prologue. What's a afterlog? What do you call it? <laughs> Afterward. <laughs> Afterward. I, why not afterlog? Uh, Afterward, where it then gave the the story about the narrator being off. Is, I bet that's been done. Do you think? I think so. Where the narrator is killed. I mean, it's so like. Well, okay, but I, I think it's been done like where the narrator dies. I, like it can't be the the narrator being being killed can't be like the inciting incident. No, maybe it can. I don't know. We're also the, like you're going through. It's most, not going to happen in one of our books. No, I know, but you're going through most of the book with this one narrator, and then the last part of the book is is all of a sudden takes over by somebody Isn't else. Isn't the Handmaid's Tale kind of like that? Ooh, it's been a long time, so I don't remember. I I remember it being kind of like that. Okay. All right. Well, hey, um, what are we reading next time, Matthew? Oh, next time we are reading Miss Claus and the Secret Santa by J. L. <laughs> Hendrix. I believe this was uh, suggested by listener Tino. Thank you, oh, listener okay. Tino. So this is mm, a romance? I think Question so. Mark? I think it's a shape-shifting Santa romance. Shape-shifting Santa? Pretty sure. Like Santa gets a bigger belly or a, goes oh, on no, a no. diet? I think sh- I think becomes an a some sort of Arctic creature. But I don't know. Interesting. But I bet it's going to be good. I, th- there's a genre of shape-shifting Santas? Or just this one? I'm not sure. <laughs> All I know is it's called Miss Claus and the Secret Santa. And like, okay. wouldn't, wait, do you, do you think Santa refers to his dick as as the Secret Santa? Oh, no. I do. I think he does. Oh. Mm. Like, you want to come to my Secret Santa party? Well, at least it's secret. You know what? Secrets have a way of getting out. Ew. No, gross, Matthew. And all the all the lap sitting, especially about what we were just talking about with your Portland sex oh, scandal. Geez. Yeah, you're a horrible right. person. <laughs> I I didn't say Santa was going to do anything non-consensual. I just said Santa called his dick the secret Santa. Yeah, What's wrong with that? It's, there's a lot wrong with that. <laughs> I don't see what. All right. Um, so you can find us at lookinsidethisbookclub.com. Um, and facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which stands for look inside this, wow, I don't remember, a bonfire uh, club. Bonfire catastrophe. Yes. Yes. Yeah, maybe there's a bonfire catastrophe. Yes. Uh, And uh, please join our Patreon by contributing just a couple bucks a month. You get access to bonus episodes. By contributing $5 a month, you get a t-shirt. And that's at patreon.com slash L-I-T-B-C. We are at uh, 17. We are going to 20 for both Matthew and I to leave a dirty uh, message on your answering machine. Fair warning. We're we're taping this episode a few weeks ahead, so it's possible that that, uh, by the time you hear hear this, Becky will have already left a dirty message. (laughs) But that's okay. True. And Matthew, I mean, you, should still, you, you were forgetting that you also agreed last I two episodes ago. I did not agree to yes, anything. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. There is literally tape on this. You uh, said you will leave a message as tape well. tape on you. Uh, you said two, two recordings ago, someone listener backed me up, that you would also record on someone's I guess. Machine. I guess maybe I was jealous that you were going to get to leave this dirty message. <laughs> I was like, you could too. And you're like, all right, maybe I will. That's I'm, something like that. Here's how the message is going to go. It's, hey, it's me, Santa. Oh God! Okay, I, I went to press a button to turn off, this off, but I don't actually have that button. <laughs>
uh, tighten this guy. This one? Yeah. Ah, uh, yay. 